Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay and I'm joined by the voice of God today who will be monitoring your comments. Hello. <laughs> There she is. So ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about some of the headlines from across the country today, starting with an update. Now, earlier this week I told you about a story regarding a Thai Airways flight uh, where the cabin crew did not retrieve the meal trays before landing. That video went viral on social media. A lot of people had to go on Thai Airways and they've now actually posted a statement last night at 10 p.m. and um They've uh, taken some accountability for their mistakes, kind of. Here's the update. Um, Thai Airways have admitted that uh, it was the flight attendant's neglectful behavior that led to the meal trays not being retrieved before landing. They have a fine from the FA, and they have suspended uh, the attendants um, for a month. And the airline has also issued letters of warning to uh, the flight manager and the flight attendant. That's what I meant by FA. And everyone that related to this incident will undergo training because they didn't follow the right procedures. So that is the update. All right, moving on. <laughs> Let's uh, go through some of the other topics. Now, a blaze, unfortunately, has damaged uh, electrical tour boats in central Thailand, in particular, Samut Prakan. Um, what's happened is that these boats were recharging at a pier on the Chao Phraya River in the Pra Pradang district. I don't know about you, Carmel, but something about electrical boats charging in a port near water doesn't sound very safe to me it sounds scary i wouldn't want to be near there well yeah uh, a security guard at the pier a 64 year old good uh, good old kun somde uh, stated that the fire began when a battery on one of the tour boats exploded uh, and flames started to spread nearby And uh, firefighters from the Pu Chao Sameng Prai Municipality arrived on the scene with five trucks to put out the flames in about half an hour, it took them. And the damage from the incident was still being evaluated, and there were no reported injuries, thankfully. The Samut Prakar Marine Office is currently investigating the cause of the fire and invited witnesses to provide information. The Samut Prakar Marine Department also reported that there were 11 electric tour boats uh, moored at the pier when the fire broke out, and the three that were damaged were unregistered for service. Now, my conspiracy mind is thinking the only ones that were on fire were the unserviced one. Hmm. Mm. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, hopefully uh, someone wasn't trying to prove a point. Uh, but then again, I work in the news, so therefore I trust nothing. Um, however, what do you feel about electrical boats? I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I think it should it should have been fine if maybe the there were better batteries or the there was better protection for the charging ports. But then I I don't know like yeah that too in Thailand I don't know how mm. safe they're being about it clearly not enough but um yeah well um they're still doing an investigation we'll find more information also viewers if you do have any comments. Please keep them coming. We've got Carmel monitoring them, and then she'll bring up any uh, comment or questions you have uh, regarding any of the stories, uh, and or we'll do a quick sum up near the end of the episode. For now, moving on, cops galore. Now, this is on the thumbnail of today's episode. Cops galore on Padilla's Walking Street. Hundreds 
of cops were dispatched to Paria's Walking Street on Friday night to reassure tourists for their safety. 234 officers, to be precise. The officers walked through the street, letting bar and club owners know that they were launching a new project to get rid of drugs, weapons, services to minors, unsafe environment, and human trafficking on the street. Because there's nothing better than chilling with 234 officers while you're getting drunk on one of the busiest streets in Padilla. The team included Padilla police as well as tourist police and immigration police. There were also drug suppression officers, health officials, and Padilla city officials. I, w I wonder what the Padilla city officials were doing there, but work. It's called work. Um, last week, there were two major incidents when Padilla police busted bars for illegal activities. On February the 16th, Ban Lamung police said they found used condoms and illegal drugs after they raided a bar on Soi Padilla. Klang Sipsong. Uh, the Dragon Man Bar is located in the Nongpru sub-district. Now, police found plastic sachets containing powder believed to be drugs hidden in staff's locker rooms. On top of the illegal drugs, lots of used condoms were found all over the place. Um, yeah, not particularly a place uh, that you want to hang out in. Now, Padilla has long been known for its nightlife, renowned for its raging bars and clubs. This reputation was also brought with its significant amount of illegal activity within these establishments. And for anyone paying attention to uh, what I talk uh, about, for the last one and a half month, we've had numerous incidents of Indian tourists in particular getting their gold chains smashed, um, Indian tourists getting in fights, Russian tourists getting in fights, bar owners punching Russians in the face. Um, but then again, with a busy party street in Padilla comes people misbehaving, people behaving inappropriately, people getting drunk and being silly. Uh, Padilla has a lot more to offer just than just the walking street. However, unfortunately, this is what makes the news. So hopefully Padilla can catch a break. I guess with 234 officers um, on a Friday night would definitely um, maybe get people to behave better. I don't know. Once alcohol starts pouring, uh, uh, anything is possible in Padilla, but, um, or anywhere in general, rather. So... Um, let us know, viewers, do you feel safer if you were to uh, go to your walking street, uh, whether it be in Padilla or Phuket or anywhere, really? Um, having a lot of police officers nearby, does that make you feel safer or does that make you more paranoid? Um, I, think, we'll <laughs> I think it's more paranoid because we have Sick Puppy. He He's based sick in puppy, Padilla, Sick Puppy, the right? dirty dog. He, he said, I feel so safe. He's on the watch list already. They're watching you, Sick Puppy. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I don't quite get it. It's, in my opinion, it's more of a PR stunt. Mm. That's what most officials do. Like when when something goes, oh look, we're we're like, they walk up and down the street. We're gonna make sure that they close on time. And here we are trying to uh, protect everyone from illegal drug use and stuff. Is like, it only goes on for a certain while until something else happens, and then they do something like this again in about six months. Um, and always seems to happen around election time, so Oh I don't I don't I don't necessarily time. Yeah, I, I don't trust the system. I, I, I don't have a lot of hope for uh these kind of things. I, I I would love to be optimistic and think that yeah, they do um 
want to make a difference. And I hope they continue doing this. Not not particularly have 200 plus police officers monitoring the street. But yeah, an increase in safety, an increase in uh, availability of police officers in case something bad happens. I don't think it's sustainable to have 200 plus officers on one street in Padaya. Mm. Um, I think like hey. a few patrols would have been fine. Like maybe two to four officers just patrolling the area, right? That just fine. They create a uh, they create a group of police officers called the Doom Patrol, and they have like super superhero costumes and police officers. I feel like this is a well, this is an opportunity. Mm. No, okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, ladies and gentlemen, we've got three amazing stories going on, including aliens and a story that can only happen and not only happen in Thailand, but uh, one of the only in Thailand kind of stories to end today's episode. Find out more after the break. And join the fun at Carnival Magic, the world's first Thai carnival theme park. Don't miss the opportunity to experience the enchantment of the magical wonders at the one, the only, Carnival Magic Phuket. Welcome back. You're watching a Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay with the Voice of God. And this show is brought to you by Carnival Magic, one of the newest attractions in Thailand, in particularly in Kamala Phuket. Next time you're in Phuket, check it out. We made a whole video about it. I talk about it every day. Just check it out, please. Just do it for me. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, if you happen to go down uh, a little more south in Samui, there's going to be an open beach volleyball tournament in March. That's right. The fifth annual Samui open beach volleyball tournament is set to take place on the island of Got Samui between March 10th and March 12th. I love how they have to say that the Samui Open Beach Volleyball is in Samui. Uh, but the event will be held at the Royal Muang Samui Villas on Chongmon Beach in the northeast corner of the island. The tournament was created in 2016 to cater to the increasing global interest in beach volleyball, according to the organizer Biggs Island Productions. It is part of an often overlooked but long-flourishing sports tourism segment in Thailand. The tournament is now fully registered and boasts about 120 athletes 80 teams and 28 countries represented. 80% of the athletes coming from overseas and 20% being Thai and foreign nationals. This year's event will also include a three-day training, uh, training camp prior to the tournament itself. The training will be run by Hub Beach Volleyball Camp from Australia, a new partner for the Samui Open. They've got, you know, they've got men's doubles, a crowd favorite women's doubles. Big <laughs> turnout for that. There's just something about women in bikinis playing volleyball with sand all over them. Hey, <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, so if you are in Samui uh, on March 10 or 12 or plan to be there, uh, enjoy the Samui Open Beach Volleyball Tournament. Beach volleyball, a growing sport. Did you know that, Carmel? I mean, there's actually a beach volleyball here in Asok. Oh yes, I've actually yeah. been there. Yeah, I've been yeah. there too. I I didn't realize how difficult beach volleyball is until is. I tried that. It's quite difficult to maneuver. Mm. But yeah, um, statements like increasing global interest in beach volleyball according to the event organizer. I don't know about that. I don't I still don't I think it's still a niche sport. Uh yes, many yeah. countries uh participate in it. It is actually an Olympic sport as well. Mm. Um uh, however, I I don't know how much demand there is for it in general over here. I thought it was just something people play, play near during sunsets on the beach. But then again, I'm ignorant and uh, have no skills in beach volleyball. 
Our next story involves aliens. Here we go. Especially in national parks. A surge in the circulation of extraterrestrial-related uh, stories on social media in Thailand has inspired a national park officer to photo-edit an application to transform into herself into an alien. Unfortunately, uh, this park ranger is not uh, actually an alien, but she's using um, to ap applications to make herself look like an alien to basically boost tourism and bring people back to the national park. Uh, the discussion surrounding the existence of UFOs and aliens on social media has been revitalized following recent events. Specifically, the U.S. military's interception of a suspected Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina on February the 4th, for some reason, has made its way into Thailand. And uh, seizing the opportunity, Kun Narin, who is an officer at Kausok National Park, used a photo editing application to transform herself into an alien. Uh, and trying to promote tourism at the park, uh, which makes me be uh, feel like if you need to use aliens to try to get people to national parks, we might be in trouble. Uh, however, Kun Lee posted the pictures on the park's official Facebook page last Saturday, uh, and the caption saying, Unbelievable, unbelievable, Kausok National Park spotted an alien disguising herself as a national park officer and working at the information center. She said she wants people to travel to the national park. Look, all sarcasm and jokes aside, maybe this might encourage more kids, uh, you know, to get their parents be like, hey, I want to go check out the aliens. So the officer tried to do something very nice. Uh, she tried to go to different locations and take more pictures and talk, also give information to people about um, the different sites in the, in the National Park. And uh, yeah, hopefully she thought that the, the images could rapidly... Um, get people more interested and uh, that's kind of what happened it did gain a lot of popularity on thai social media garnering over um th thousands of reactions and uh thai netizens praised her creativity with many expressing a desire to visit the park and meet her in person alien celebrity <laughs> it's a very good marketing strategy you know it's like that clickbait type of headline yeah that do you know where do you know where kausok national park is y do i where is it? Really? Did you not? Do you not watch our videos? Mmm, Suratani, is it? Maybe. It is Suratani. Yes, it right? is in Suratani. <laughs> Sorry. Glad to know you watch our travel videos, yeah, Carmel. I, I love it. I love that travel video. She's I so just... difficult. It's just no love, no respect. Just hours were spent <laughs> making that video, Carmel. Anyways. Swiftly moving on after the betrayal. Um, our last story, ladies and gentlemen, is regarding sex dolls. Here we go. A Thai <laughs> I'm just going to get into it. A Thai man finds his soulmate in a sex doll after his wife leaves him for another man. Now, depending on uh, how you look at the story, it could be hilarious or very sad. Uh, but I'm going to go on with it anyways because this is my only in Thailand story for the day. A Thai man is advising single men to consider starting a relationship with a sex doll instead of dating real women. He has lived with his silicone soulmate for four happy years so far. After 54-year-old uh, Kim, uh, his wife divorced him to be with her new husband, he was afraid to start a new relationship in case things didn't turn out well again. He spent a long time alone, and four years ago he came across a rubber doll in a second-hand Japanese shop for 30,000 baht. The moment I saw her, I knew I was destined to buy her, he said to reporters uh, from his home in Nontaburi. 
Kim named his new plastic doll Nong Pleng. And she's 160 centimeters tall and weighs 70, kilom- uh, 70 kilograms. The initial investment might seem like a lot, but when you think about it, having a plastic girlfriend is far more econ- economical in the long run, he said, because she doesn't eat. And uh, Kim uses the money uh, he saved to buy playing new wigs and outfits when he gets bored of her look. He also reiterated that the initial cost of 30,000 baht is not that expensive, especially when you compare the price with that of a boob job. Sex dolls, his words, not me. Sex dolls are quite hard to find in Thailand. So anyone complaining about, um, you know, there there are quite a few people who've had bad experiences and they complain that, oh yeah, I came to Thailand, I got scammed by this lady or this Thai women, I don't trust them. Stop complaining, buy yourself a doll instead. Uh, sex dolls are actually quite difficult. Uh, sex toys are actually illegal in Thailand. Did you know that? Yeah, I do know that. So how is this even... How is this even available? Well, I don't. I guess this doesn't count as a sex toy. Maybe it does, but uh, if you were, it's only legal in Thailand to have a sex toy. Is to actually get a prescription from uh, a doctor to basically say that I need this item to sexually pleasure myself. Uh, in in a way, admitting that I have a problem, and only then can you get prescribed and legally own sex toys. <laughs> that is actually true, and um, yeah. That was my story for today. Any comments? Yes, a lot of them are asking, did you say second-hand doll? That's right. Uh, second-hand? I noticed that as well. Uh, they uh, A second-hand sex toy... Sorry, a, a second-hand uh, Japanese shop. So it was from a second-hand Japanese shop. Now, I don't know if the sex doll itself was second-hand. I hope not. Um, there is actually a lot more details from the story that I decided not to talk about in today's morning show. But if you are interested, uh, please um, uh, check out the full article on thetiger.com. Uh, there, there's a whole story on his process. It's quite in-depth. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Details are available if you are interested. Thetiger.com. Our stories about anything and everything Thailand. We don't discriminate. Hey, in this world of inequality and people not accepting you for who you are, who are we? Who are we to judge this man and his way of finding love? That's true. That's true. Uh, He's he's a happy man. Let him be happy. And he saves costs. He does make some valid points. Dolls don't eat. (laughs) All right. There are other comments like at least, uh, well, they won't talk back as much. Yeah. And I think Dominic said, at least she is replaceable. She is. That is also oh true. Because um, in, in, in general, I think sex dolls can only, mostly the best ones come from Japan and then China. They have a whole market for it. Um, but it's difficult to actually get them into Thailand. Gosh. Yeah. A friend told me that. It's true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, uh, we hope you enjoyed today's Good Morning Thailand. If you do have any comments on any of the stories today, please leave them in the comment section below. Uh, We read all your comments and we appreciate them. Um, As for now, uh, I would like to say thank you for watching. We have a special guest on Thursday and Friday, uh, so uh, be prepared to meet some more uh, new faces and old faces. Uh, For now, we wish you have a great Wednesday and uh, see you live again tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.